I'm Megan and welcome to Winging It. It's here that we challenge the common misconception that everybody looks like they know what they're doing. Here we will break boundaries in the industry and bring us together as creatives. We will chat all things creative confidence, imposter syndrome and creative journeys. Thank you for joining and enjoy the podcast. to a slightly different episode of Winging It. This episode is a Q&A to some of your questions that you sent me. So my name is Megan Grace, I'm 21 and I studied graphic design at Falmouth University, which leads me on quite nicely to my first question, which is, did someone or something inspire me to take graphic design? Um, I've always loved colouring books and drawing when I was younger. I used to write letters over and over again in my notebooks. Um, I think it started from high school. I had an amazing high school teacher who taught me all about graphic design and graphic designers and from there I was just captivated really. Then when I was looking for a sixth form my mum found sixth form that had a graphic design course um, and that's instantly where I wanted to go because that's what I knew I wanted to do because I loved it so much and I wanted to learn more and from there my teacher at college encouraged me to study graphic design further at university and it was my mum again actually who found Falmouth, Um, my neighbour had gone there so I went to go and have a look at the open day and I absolutely loved it. I loved what they were going to teach me about, what they were going to run as a course. Um, and I was so excited and there was nothing else I could think about other than to go to Falmouth and study graphics. Um, so, yeah, I think I've been really fortunate growing up that my parents have never pressured me to take a subject at school or go to university for something that I didn't want to do. They really pushed me to do something that I enjoy. Um, So there was nothing more I wanted to do than go and study graphic design further because I really, really enjoyed it, but actually I was quite good at it. It was also a bonus. Another question I had is, have any of the conversations that I've had so far changed my future ambitions. I wouldn't say they've changed my ambitions but they've definitely opened my eyes to what's out there for design. There's so many things that you can do nowadays and there's no category that you have to fit in which is what I used to think whilst I was studying at university for quite a while actually. Um, But talking to all of my guests so far I think it's made me realise that you can change your path in your career or what you're interested in. Whatever stage in your life and your career, um, and it's always going to be exciting if you want it to. Um, My next question is what advice would I give to students starting their creative degrees? I think the most important thing I would say is just to be yourself. 
I think it's wasted energy and wasted time trying to fit in with other people. I know sometimes that feels scary. I felt very scared to be like that when I was at university especially. But when you explore what you can do when it feels uncomfortable or to put yourself out there, you often surprise yourself and I think it leads you to your best work. I would also say use your resources. They will tell you this whilst you're at uni, but they really mean it. And I would use all the resources that you have um, because they're quite hard to come by when you leave uni and you realise how many things were around you. I would also say don't be afraid to be a nerd or excited about things. It's really well received to be excited about something within the right community and when you surround yourself with the right people. Um, and it's amazing to to share those with other people, um, the things that you get excited about, because often you'll find people who are excited about the same things and that, that's those are amazing moments to have. I would also say go to the library. The library has so much information and so many visual aids for you, more than you probably think of. Um, I would often spend quite a long time in the library. Once I'd found one thing that I wanted to look at, I'd find something else and I'd be in there for hours. Um, But I think especially even when you just feel stuck, go in the library and just go and have a look at some of the books in there and and some of the images that they have in there because often you'll stumble across things that could really help you at a time when you're struggling or you need some inspiration. Have breaks. Breaks are really important. Set realistic goals and be kind to yourself. I also found it really helpful um, to watch TED Talks whilst I was at uni. I think it's it's really valuable to research in different ways and gain information from different places. This is quite a random one, but if you're a creative who's kind of afraid to get their ideas out or is a bit of a perfectionist like myself, or you're actually maybe wanting to expand your skills in drawing, I was told to draw in pen. And it was really hard at first, but actually it really helped because When I drew in pencil, I was more prone to rub it out or to go back and edit, but actually with pen, you you can't erase it. How do I cope when I don't feel myself? I would reach out to others, friends, family, your tutors um, and there are people there for you and you're not alone when you have those times. Creatively, if you don't really feel yourself or you're feeling a bit insecure about an idea or a project, reach out to your peers. They're really valuable to reach out to and give advice. I think it's really important to notice that it's a natural thing to happen. We all have bad days or days where we don't feel ourselves and I think it's important to listen to it not to push it away accept that it's there um and asking yourself what's it telling me what do I need um 
and kind of take some time out, take a step back. All the guests have perfectly demonstrated that we all experience it, so definitely you're not alone. Creatively, if I don't feel myself, I like to turn to things that I like and creatively fuel me. So for me, I like to get into books. I like to listen to some good music. Um, having a shower is really important. You know, self-care goes a long way to help you come back to yourself. Um, and it's often when you're doing those things like having a shower or doing the washing up is when actually your great ideas come to you. I also like to go for a walk. I find that a walk really helps me and it clears my headspace. I often find that when I don't feel myself, I feel like there's too much going on in my head and there's there's no space for new ideas to come to me. So when I take that step back and I take the time out, um, it creates a space in your brain um, and you can and I notice that difference because I then feel more creatively fueled after I do those things because there's new space there. How do I find people to come on the podcast? I was pleasantly surprised by the willingness of my guests to come on the podcast considering that I hadn't recorded many episodes or some of them weren't out yet. To start with, I had some people in mind to come on the podcast because I know I'm aware of what they stand of in terms of the podcast and it was a great match. Sometimes people will pop up on my social media of a post that they've done. I like to have a search on social media for people that have the same values on their pages as the podcast um, and it's very easy nowadays to find someone's email address or how to contact them. Um, in Sarah's case I had read Sarah's book at university and I knew that I wanted to talk to her because her stories and her ideas matched with the podcast and some others come to me and ask uh, if we can arrange a chat because um, they're interested in it. What are the best pieces of advice guests have given me so far? I will have to be biased and say that Steve, my tutor um, at university who was on episode two, has definitely given me the best advice that stuck with me um, so far. He made me realise that time it doesn't have to be a measure of success for me and everybody's winging it at times in their life. I think all of my guests have taught me that all journeys are different and that's okay. Yours is yours and that's okay. Go at your own pace. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. I think I'd like to highlight David's episode where we talk about uncertainty and fear um, I think he gave some really great honest advice about leaning into that um, and how it produces your best work um, and not to push it away because everybody has it and everybody needs it. Another question I had was, what are the challenges that I've faced so far since starting the podcast? And for a bit of reality check for you, 
Um, I have definitely experienced imposter syndrome since starting the podcast, from reaching out to people, whilst talking to people, visually setting up the podcast. I get worries before I start an episode, what if an episode goes wrong, I'm quite a big what if thinker sometimes, but I have to remind myself that I have to go at my own pace and it's okay for things to go wrong, um, we're all human, it's only just the beginning, I don't have to have really high expectations for myself. I think I've definitely faced my fears of building a communication and networking skills. I think that was a big fear for me since leaving university, but it's not actually as scary as you think, there are lovely people in the world. (laughs) I think a challenge about the podcast as well is that I've also been working from home to do the podcast, Um, and that's been interesting in itself because I've never worked from home before, so trying to motivate yourself and create a schedule has been quite challenging, I'd say. I think also my cat has been a challenge because every time I'm recording or trying to do something with the podcast I often find that my pens or my wires go missing because she has taken them so she's definitely been a challenge. (laughs) Have I had any surprises so far since starting the podcast? I think I've been surprised about how willingly honest people want to be. I wanted to interview people to tell me that they were winging it at times, and it turned out to actually be true. (laughs) Um, I'm also surprised at my confidence. I can't believe how much it's grown since starting the podcast. It took a lot for me to start it. Um, I had quite a few pushes along the way and encouragement from others which really helped. I definitely feel more skilled and equipped in different areas of design which I didn't think I would go into after university, Um, but I think that just um, shows for itself that if you want to do a passion project but you're worried about it, I would just say go for it because sometimes you can really surprise yourself, Um, it could lead you to amazing things. What would I tell my younger self? I would tell my younger self to stop worrying, um, but I would also tell my younger self to not let your inner critic become your main voice, Um, just go for it, believe in yourself, um, and really stop caring about what other people think about you. Um, To my older self, I would say to keep exploring new creative skills and pushing yourself out your comfort zone because life is fun and it's amazing and it's there to be enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and this Q&A episode. I really hope that you've been enjoying it so far. I'm excited for the future of winging it and I hope that it can help you in your journey just as it is helping mine. Mm-hmm.